Okay, so time to come around the word now. And before I forget, also time for Sunday school. As Julia said, um, um, Julia's been doing a great job of staying ahead of the game here. So Sunday school materials have been sent out to all the children. Children, you're looking at the king's last meal. I don't think that's reference to the king family, but I think it, uh, it's a great story from Luke chapter 22, verses 7 to 34. So children, time to get your colouring out, um, time to um, work at your Bible study materials um, and time to uh, do Sunday school. Even though you're at home, we're still being church. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that incredible? So let's come around the word now. Let me share with you. I'm just going to change the screen so you can see a bit of me. Not that you necessarily want to see me, but uh, there you go. So, really want to talk. Uh, uh, I, I, as I've been reading over this week, I've been particularly drawn to um, exploring uh, many of Paul's letters. And when I think about Paul writing to the church around um, the whole of that uh, eastern end of the Mediterranean, the church in Corinth, the church in Ephesus. Um, he was writing from prison, and yet he was encouraging, so encouraging. And so um, I just want to encourage us as we kind of look together. We might feel in prison today. We might feel that we're locked in. But actually, do you know what? Um, many of the barriers have come down. Many of the limitations have come down. So I, I guess I want to kind of, if you want a title to any sermon, I want to talk about being freedom, uh, freedom in prison. Let's outreach radically. So my first scripture for this morning is from Ephesians chapter 1, beginning at verse 1 to 5. I just wanted to look at the way Paul greeted the church um, as he uh, wrote to the churches around. And this is the church in Ephesus. He said, Paul, he greets Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ. By the will of God to the saints who are in Ephesus and faithful in Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace from us. From God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm having to operate many different buttons here. Hang on a sec, guys. Let me just uh, click on. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him having predestined us to adoption as sons of Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Now, he wants us to know him as father. He wants us to draw close to him. Do you know what? I, I, I want to say, church, right now, uh, there are many things we, we might have been limited by. We might have been limited by our ability to, as church, um, the size of the room at Virginia Lodge, uh, we might have been limited by kind of finances and budgets. Uh, we might have been limited by, by no, we might have a sense of limitation of no time or not wanting to travel as a missionary. But now, do you know what? Most of those limitations have come down. We certainly as a church are not limited now by the size of the building. Um, our, our Zoom calls can take up to 100 people. Um, this, this particular broadcast can reach right around the world 24-7, both the recorded version and the live version. Um, we're not limited by time now. Um, many people are having to find a new rhythm to the day. Um, some of us are having to work out how to structure our days. For those who are on furlough right now, who maybe aren't working at all, 
Um, how do we structure our day? Let me encourage you to set a new rhythm to your day. Get up, get dressed. Don't stay in pyjamas all through the day because suddenly your day becomes a mishmash of a whole variety of things that just so structure your day. Choose and plan what you're going to do during the day. Choose to spend time together uh, if, if you're sharing as a family. Also choose to spend time doing things separately. Let me encourage you to do things corporately as well. Sitting in silence sometimes is a good thing. That's the, we, we do that at church on a Sunday, but maybe it's, it's time to do it at home as well. So let me encourage you, um, there are no limits. Um, there are no limits to travel. You can WhatsApp, um, you could message, you can video connect with anybody around the world. So there really are, really are very few limitations. Um, let me move on to Paul's letter to Philemon. Paul then says this, and I just want to recognise his passion and his desire to connect with his friends. Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus, and Timothy, our brother, to Philemon, our beloved friend and fellow labourer, to the beloved Apphia, Archippus, our fellow soldier, and to the church in your house. The church in your house. Guys, I, I want to reach out to the church in your house. Um, you know, you, we are doing church this morning. We are gathering, we are worshipping, um, we are f- focusing together we're bringing glory to god um let me encourage you as church where you are to be who you are in christ uh, and and let's celebrate this morning and at other times as well grace to you and peace from god our father and the lord jesus christ i thank my god that in making mention of you always in my prayers hearing of your love and faith which you have towards the lord jesus christ and to all saints that the sharing of your faith may become effective by the acknowledgement of every good thing which is you in you in Christ Jesus. For we have great joy and consolation in your love because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed by you, brother. Do you know what? Uh, I'm so encouraged by the messages that I hear. People saying, look at what we've done. Please keep on sharing. Share, Share images, share pictures. Um, we will spend a little bit of time this week on working out how to actually um, up the game and allow people who maybe don't have access to the internet to connect in other ways. Um, You can dial into our Zoom meetings as well. You don't have to have a smartphone or an internet connection. You can actually dial into most of our meetings apart from this stream directly on your phone with a phone number. If you want to know more about that, speak to Letty, speak to me, speak to Julie. Do you know what? I, I think when we think about our neighbours, those who are out there who are feeling isolated, it's an opportunity to share our faith in some very different ways. You know, people are genuinely talking about um, genuinely talking about issues. I mean, some of the issues of the current season would be uh, would be people talking about death and sickness. Uh, you know that that that, that that's. I, there was a time in times past when when somebody died, uh, the body would have been brought back and put in the front room of the, the house and people would come and visit. Um, and we, we've become isolated from death and sickness and dying. Um, and actually, I think it's been brought to the forefront. So I'd encourage you um, to keep on engaging um, with conversations. In Psalm 23, a psalm we all know so well, it says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and they staff, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. 
Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow. Do you know what? Um, we often have to walk through valleys. Maybe not in this current season. I, some of you know I used to love walking. I don't do it quite as much as I used to. But I, I used to love walking. I used to walk in the mountains and the hills. And sometimes we'd go up to the top of a hill and we'd reach a peak. But then we'd realise we've got to go down into the valley to then get to the next high peak. You know, sometimes we have to go through valleys um, and there's no avoiding them. There is no avoiding this valley that we are going through, of this isolation that we have to take for our safeness and well-being. But it's the shadow of death. It's not death itself, it's the shadow of death. And so I want to encourage you, speak life, speak hope, speak for the fact that God is for us, he is with us, even in these difficult and challenging times. Because he goes on to say, you prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. You know, God does truly go before us. He has prepared a way for us. He is with us and not against us. He's for us. And um, he, he wants to anoint us for this season. So I'm, going to pry, I'm just going to pause in the midst of the, of the sermon right now. And I'm just going to pray. I'm going to pray that God anoints everyone who's listening, anoints them with the anointing of the Holy Spirit, with the, the touch of the Holy Spirit to do what we're called to do, to be who we're called to be. So, Father God, would you move? Would you move in our lives? Would you move in our circumstances? Would you move on us and cause us to be even more full of life, pressed down and running over, that our, we could truly say that our cup runneth over. And so, Father, fill us with your Spirit. When we're down, lift us up. But, Lord, fill us with your Spirit, that, Lord, we can give and give and give of time, of energy, of passion, of encouragement, of peace, of joy, of hope. Father, fill us up. Fill us up, O oh God, I pray, in Jesus' name. David goes on to write in Psalm 138 this. He says, The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the works of your hands. Church, I want to encourage us. I want to encourage us to, to keep on doing. You know, for some of us, people are saying, Okay, what can I do? I am, Julia and, and, and Matt spend a, a couple of hours in our garden. We have the, the privilege and luck, a, a privilege of having a garden. I am sure around the world there are going to be gardens that are vastly improved over this period. I'm also pretty sure that there'll be people who will be doing things at home. There'll be tasks that you've been waiting to have time to get around to do. Now's the time. Choose to be structured in your day. Choose to um, do some of these things in ways that will help you. Um, get some of these things done. I was um, on a call with one of my another one of my students who's um, flown back to Norway and she's chosen this time to learn Russian she said Dave um, I, I am going to get to the end of the little tasks that I do I'm going to get to the end of some other things I want something else that I can focus on she said do you know what I wanted to run, learn Russian for a while I'm going to give time to doing that maybe this is the time to press into doing some new things um, there is so much accessibility and visibility for those who have access to the internet. So let me encourage you, or you know, get get hold of a book or get hold of something that truly um, uh, you've you've wanted to get round to reading. 
Um, there are tons of Bible study notes available through the church as well. We can make them available to you in lots of different ways. So please do um, keep on working, keep on doing, keep on studying, keep on learning. One of my favourite scriptures, I think it's up on the wall at Virginia Lodge, but uh, it says this, Jeremiah 29, for I know that this is what this is what God says to us, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. You know, there is a future beyond this lockdown. There is a hope beyond this lockdown. There is an eternity beyond death. And and so there is a continu- continuity. Um, you know, right now we are living in a world where everything is changing and people are saying, I don't know what's normal anymore. Some people might say to you, when we get back to normal, do you know what? I don't think we will step back to normal. I, I think lots of things will change. Church has changed already. Um, it's going to change more. We will have people who will start to join us and will connect with us from around the world. And we're going to have to work out how to work, look, work out what that looks like beyond uh, this, this time of lockdown. Um, we're going to have to work out what school and university will, what studying will look like. Um, parents are having the fun, the joy, the tension of homeschooling with their children. Now they're, now they're really starting to realise what teachers do on a daily basis. And we're so thankful for teachers. But uh, do you know what? They're still doing, they're still working hard. They're still delivering materials across the web. But, you know, suddenly uh, we realise that, you know, school is going to change. University is going to change. Shopping habits are going to change. There are people who've ordered online for the first time and materials are getting delivered. I don't think that's going to go back. That's going to change our high streets. It's going to change our world. So please don't think that we're going to go back to business as usual. We are going to go beyond the lockdown for sure. But let's believe God for a new norm, a new opportunity, a new season. And so I want to kind of close out what I want to share really with this in Romans chapter 8. And I, I know this is difficult to hear at this time, but I do want to say it. For we know that all things, I'm going to say that again, all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purposes. Do you know what, church? We are called. You are called. You are called to be a witness, to be a disciple in this season of change. You are called to do what you can do. And if you can't do it, pray. And and if still no answer comes, ask for help. But let's see what we can do. Our food bank is continuing at Virginia Lodge. Um, food bank has actually asked for increased access to the building. They're going to be in there this afternoon pre-packing boxes so that they don't have people hanging around. So people are going to come and they're going to come outside. They're going to queue up um, for those who are reaching out for help through food bank. Um, they'll be queuing up two metres apart and they'll be given a pre-packed session. So the workers who are the workers who are there um, will be actually working this afternoon pre-packing stuff for food bank. So please pray for Chris and the team. Um, they're going to be working pretty hard. Uh, we've also worked fairly carefully with them to try and make sure that we minimise the opportunity for cross-contamination should somebody um, minimise that opportunity. So in this season, let me sum up and say these things. Um, make steps of progress. Don't allow this season to bring you to st- to becoming stationary. Press into taking steps every day. Take steps in the word. Take steps in your prayer life. Take steps in reaching out to people. And let me encourage you, um, if you if your prayer time is boring, um, do what you can. If you can't do anything else, then pray. But if you find prayer times really hard, 
let me encourage you to, to just think differently. Think about, okay, I don't have to pray alone. I, 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 can, I can pray with somebody else. I could reach out to somebody else and, and pray with them. You can reach out on WhatsApp, on, on um, just a normal phone call. Um, so if you're going to have a time of prayer, maybe uh, let's, now's the time to kind of encourage people to pray in twos and threes. And to gather little groups of people and agree together you're going to pray together at a regular time. Make that call happen and pray. And let's just see what God will do. I am sure that people like Maureen and Lorraine, they will actively want to be encouraging us. Let's raise the level of prayer. Let's raise the level of what God is doing. Let's lift up our neighbours, our friends, people in prayer in Jesus' name.